destroy them now. I destroy them now. I bend them to ashes. I bend them to ashes. But the blood of Jesus, blood of Jesus, blood of Jesus, blood of Jesus. Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost, Holy
Esther chapter 7. We're going to start from verse number, number 4. The Bible reads as follows. For I and my people have been sold to be, dest- to be destroyed, killed, and annihilated. If we had merely been sold as male and female slaves, I would have kept quiet. But no such distress will justify disturbing the king. Esther said, An adversary, an enemy, this vile Haman. Then Haman was terrified before the king and the queen. The king got up in rage and left his wine and went out into the palace garden. But Haman, realizing that the, the king has already decided his fate, he stayed behind to beg Esther for his life. Just as the king returned from the palace garden to the banquet hall, Haman was falling in the, on the couch where Esther was uh, reclining. The king exclaimed, Will he even molest the queen while she is with me in house? As soon as the world left the king's mouth, they covered Haman's face. Then Habon, one of the eunuchs attending the king, said, A pole reached, reaching a hedge of 50 cubic stands by Haman's house. He had it set up for Mordecai, who spoke up to help the king. The king said, impale him on it. So they impaled Haman on the pole he had set up for Mordecai. Then the king's fury subsided. The same day, King Seshas gave Queen Esther the estate of Haman, the enemy of the Jews, and Mordecai came into the presence of the king, for Esther had told how he was related to her. You know, I just want to um, touch some matters today which are of importance because they are the word of God that we are sharing today. Part of what we are sharing today, I want you to understand the mistake of Haman. The mistake of Haman was to challenge, to attack, to plan against the children of the living God. You know, some people don't understand that just to challenge, just to plan, just to attack the children of the living God, the servants of the living God, automatically the curse falls onto the attacker. Automatically, a curse falls on whoever is attacking the children of God. Automatically, the curse falls onto anyone who is fighting God and those who belong to God. That's why the Bible says that to Abraham, God said that I will bless those who bless you. And God said that I will curse those who curses you. That means anyone who curses the 
Anyone who curses the children of God, anyone who fights the children of God, a curse automatically falls on them. Many people don't know this truth. Many people don't know this. They are like a Haman. A Haman just thinks that the children of God are just children of God. There are some people today when you tell them that the Bible said that don't touch my prophets and do my servants no harm. Touch not my anointed one and do my prophets no harm. There are some people who say, ah, we are all the servants of God. We are all the children of God. What is so special with the children of God? What is so special with the servant of God? They say that they say that they touch them anyhow. Not knowing that you touch the servant of God, you touch the children of God, you are touching God and God won't sleep with it. Automatically a curse falls on anybody who challenges the children of God. To anybody who fights the children of God. I feel pity to anyone challenging you. I feel pity to anyone who's trying to fight the children of God. Because automatically their God will fight for them. Jehovah fight for us. We don't fight for ourselves. That's why we're reading the Bible says that do not avenge. It is written that it is mine to avenge. That means God fight for the children of the living God. We do a spiritual activity which is prayer. It may be fasting. We do whatever we do and after that we even offer. After that God takes charge and God begins to fight for us. That's why the Bible talks about an Esther, a Haman begin to fast. They begin to fast as they were praying and they were fasting. God begin to turn around things for their good. And the Bible says that when Esther, a woman who knows how to cook, a woman who knows how to prepare food for her husband, the Bible said that as he has prepared something to eat, when the king was a woman who knows how to clean, was enjoying a clean place. When the, a king is enjoying the sweet food, when the king was just talking to an Esther, Esther, you can even ask for the half of my kingdom just because you are beautiful, just because you can cook, just because you can clean. You can ask anything. Favor was too much. And the Bible said that when the time has come for an Esther to talk, and Esther said that, hey, King, my problem, it is what has been planned against us and for my people. There is a man who is planning to kill us and to kill his people. And the Bible said that the king began to ask, who is this who is planning against you? Who is this who is planning, who want to kill you? And they said that, they, the Bible said that, and Esther said that is a Haman. It's a stupid man who can plan against the children of God. It's a stupid man who can plan against the, God, the servants of God. Anyone who fight and plan against the servant of God, that person is stupid. If the Bible is so clear that touch not, my prophets do my servants no harm, and this person is planning against the servant of God, scripturally that person is a fool. 
scripturally that person is an idiot. How can you plan against who God, those who are serving Jehovah? How can you fight though? You fight somebody who's, who, 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 who God is on their side. You are fighting God, whether you know it or not. You fight those who God is on their side. You are fighting God. Oh, and the Bible said that as they were fighting God, as they were challenging God. And the Bible said that when an, a Mordecai and, and Esther spoke, the Bible said the king was angry. The king just began to be angry for no reason. He could not even stand it and begin to leave. The Bible said that uh, Haman was now scared. He was so terrified. Hey, what have I done? And he was trying to beg, beg for his life. Instead of Jews begging for their life, instead of the children of God begging for their life, a Haman was begging for their life. I'm trying to say to you, hey, as anyone who has been fighting the children of God, anyone who has been fighting the servants of God, I say, hey, they will, fight, they will cry for their life in the name of Jesus Christ. Unfortunately, you don't just touch the children of God and God begin to be quiet. God, when those who serve him, those who belongs to him is touched, he moves with anger. He moves with anger. Some people may think, oh, Pastor, is it true? Does he, God moves on anger? Yes, he does. Yes, he does. Can we go to the book of, um, of Psalm chapter 2? Psalms chapter 2, the Bible says that, Arika naskradiuska paika toskaraigadozo. Verse number one. Why do, do nations conspire and people plot in vain? The kings of the earth rise and the rulers bend together against the Lord and against his anointed, saying, Let us break their chain, let us throw off their shackles. The one who is enthroned in heaven laughs, and the Lord scoffs at them and rebukes them in his anger, and terrifying them in his word, saying that, I have installed my king on Zion, my holy mountain. I will proclaim the Lord, declares the Lord. He said to me, you are my son to do this. From this day, I'm your father. Then the Bible says that, you know, when those who are serving God, those who are the children of God, when they are being, why do people plot in vain? Why the nation plans in plot in vain? Because when they are, pl when they plot, when they plot, when they begin to fight, the Bible says the Lord scoffed at them in anger. He retaliates because you are an apple of God's eye. You are God's anointed. You are the one who God doesn't want to hear any bad news about. You are any, somebody who is special before God. Then also, what this uh, Mordecai, this uh, Haman was trying to do, he was trying to touch those who God cares about. He was trying to fight those who God cares about, thinking that he's fighting a Mordecai, 
thinking that is fighting a weak juice, not knowing that there was a strong God behind them. And a strong God retaliate. And when God fights, he does not fight fair. Ask Pharaoh. Pharaoh will tell you that sometimes when Jehovah fight, he fight with a storm. Sometimes when Jehovah fight, he fight with a locust. Sometimes it just get to be dark. Sometimes he could change water into blood. Why could he change water into blood? He could change water into blood because he was fighting for his children. He was fighting for those whom he loved. I'm trying to say to you, child of God, don't worry about those who are attacking you. Don't worry about those who are planning against us. Because the Lord is about to fight for you and for me. The Lord is about to fight for us. The Lord is about to defend us. Child of God, fear nothing. Because greater is he that's within us than he that is in the world. Because we are more than the conquerors. Because we are not alone. Our God said that. Lord, I am with you until the end of age. I will never will I leave you. Never will I forsake you because you belong to him. Then those who are trying to attack you like a mod, like a Haman, they are taking chances. They don't know who you are. Sometimes you think some people are attacking you because they know who you are. No, they don't know who you are. They see how you look. They see how you look outside. They've judged you using wrong information. Then sometimes the reason why they're attacking you is because they don't know who you are. They don't know who your God is capable of. And it is when you are under attack... Then they will know who is our God, whom is the God whom we serve, who is Jehovah whom we serve. Then don't worry. Let them try, but I feel pity for them. Let them try because according to this verse, as we follow this verse very carefully, we see, hey, we see a curse manifesting in the life of a Haman. Things are just... Turning around in an instant. And things in the life of a Haman are just falling apart. Things in the life of a Haman are just falling apart. And a Haman is wondering why things are, are falling apart. It's like that. When somebody have, have been cursed, things just fall apart. Things just fall apart. And they wonder why things are falling apart. Because a curse have been activated. You know, there's a difference between a curse and a blessing. A blessing when you are blessed, things just fall into place automatically. But when somebody is cursed, it's like there is a special force, a demonic force which is going around for things not to work. But when somebody is blessed, there is a special force, a force of blessings. Angels are busy to make sure that that person prospers, that person succeeds. But when a curse has been activated, like what is happening to her, Haman? Haman. When things are turning around, in Haman's place, uh, things were turning bad. In Mordecai's place, oh, things are turning better and better. Even for an Esther, the Bible said that even the pole 
that Haman had prepared for Mordecai, it was the same pole that he, instead of an, a Mordecai hang, being hanged on it, a, a Haman hanged on it. I'm trying to say to you that trap that your enemy have imposed, that trap that the enemy has placed, saying that this trap you're going to fall into it. Some of them, they were planning that you're going to die before your time. Some of them, they even have, uh, have, uh, they've even have uh, dug a grave. They said that you're going to die in such and such a time, in such and such a place. I'm trying to say the same pole, they will be hanging on it. The same pole they will be hung on it. The same pit they will fall onto it. The same trap. That's what happened to a Haman. Because he was fighting the Jews. He even called himself the enemy of the Jews. How can he call himself the enemy of the Jews? You fight the Jews, you are fighting God. You fight the children of God, you are fighting the living God. Then that's why I say this afternoon, I feel pity. I feel pity to those who are trying. Who are trying to attack you. Who are trying to fight us. Because greater is he that's within us than he that is in the world. And I'm trying to say to you, child of God, don't fear nothing. Don't be scared of anything. Jehovah is by your side. Jehovah is fighting for us. I command this afternoon everything to turn around for our good. I command and I speak will come out victorious. Will come out victorious. Will come out successful. We will come out better. And the Bible says that all the property of Haman was given to an Esther. Afterwards, even a Mordecai was getting a chance to meet a king. I'm trying to say to you, out of this, it, out of this temptation, those who are trying you, you are about to be promoted. You are about to come out. You're going to come out a winner. There is a better position waiting for you. What your enemy own you will possess. What your enemy... I'm speaking the word of God. They will wonder what kind of the word of God is. Yes, I'm speaking the word. I'm illustrating based on what has happened. And as, as that word talks about us, I'm trying to say to you, you're going to come out victorious. We're going to come out successful. But I feel pity for those who are trying to... Touch God's anointed one because we are anointed. We are not anybody, we are anointed. Anyway, this is a midday service. Can you say, My day is blessed? My day is blessed. My family is blessed. My family is blessed. My career is blessed. Yeah, blessed. Our countries are blessed. Everything is turning around for my good. I will not yes. die before my time. I will never be sick in my life. I will never be poor in my life. Say prosperity is mine. Success is mine. Favor is mine. In the name of Jesus. 
Say I lose angels now. Angels, bring my harvest. Bring my testimonies. Bring my blessings. Bring my victory. Say, devil, lose. Take off your hands from my everything. And the angels usher me everywhere I go. In everything that I do, in the name of Jesus. I want to say to you this afternoon also, there may be somebody who wants to receive Jesus Christ as their Lord and their Savior. Wherever you are, say, Lord Jesus Christ, you are my Lord, you are my Savior, wash me with your blood. Forgive me my sins. Bless me today. Protect me from today. From today, I am born again. I am saved. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. If there was somebody praying that prayer for the first time, know that yes, you are born again, yes, you are saved, yes, you are a child of the living God, and do yourself a favor and follow this profile. Whenever we go live, you will get a, a notification, and your life will never ever be the same. Anyway, let us share the grace. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, the fellowship of the Holy Spirit, be with us all surely goodness and love shall follow me